just spoken to Madison Madison, just spoken to uh, Sky Nicholson, of course, uh, boxing at Madison Square Garden, where they play plenty of basketball too, of course, and uh, a basketball operative, none other than Body Nodges on the line. How are you, Body? I'm extraordinarily thank you for your kind inquiry. That's <laughs> made the whole call worthwhile. <laughs> That's a great start. What's happening in the world of basketball that we should know about? Well, we're coming up to the uh, end of the season. This this last round of the regular season has so many implications for the teams that want to get into that top six. Um, Sydney is locked away. They're, they're fine in top top place. And um, Brisbane and Illawarra are pretty much locked away in the bottom two places. But every every result impacts. And every team that's, that's battling for it has a chance. I mean, Kansas, Kansas is locked away and New Zealand is locked away. They will make the playoffs, but where they finish is still very much up in the air. And then you've got you've got teams like um, Tasmania, Perth, New Zealand. Um, oh, I'm sorry, I just mentioned them. <laughs> um, but uh, a bunch of teams, Melbourne, Adelaide, that are still competing to try and make it. I mean, Adelaide, mm. as we know, is the fraud squad, but then yeah. they did pull one off against Cairns, and that's when you sort of go, oh, are they for real? Well, you know, we'll find out this week when they when they play Sydney and Melbourne. They've got to win both of those games. They've got to win by massive margins, and Perth has to lose twice. So if you're an Adelaide fan and you're going, hey, mathematically, we're a, we're a chance, well, um, school resume this week, and, and mathematics is a subject, and so is geography. <laughs> and uh, I think you're a little bit too low. You're a little too far south. Yeah. And history is another subject and shows us that teams that have a mathematical chance usually have none. Yeah. That's right. So, so um, Adelaide are pretty much done, uh, unfortunately, for 36ers fans who, obviously, when they beat the Phoenix Suns during the preseason, when they were playing against the NBA teams, expectations went through the roof. Yeah. And they're going to miss the playoffs. And I think there's going to be a fair bit of heat directed at CJ Bruton as the coach. And you I'm thought sure, that I'm last sure week, Body. Yeah. A, um... If he is to part ways, surely he won't be lost to the league. Someone else will pick him up somewhere as an assistant, would they not? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and perhaps, you know, I, I don't want to knock CJ because, like I've said, all new coaches, John Willies and, and anybody that, that comes into the coaching game, especially Australians, you want them to succeed. You don't want them to fail. So, uh, But then there are some people who are pretty much career assistants. You know, and that's their role, and they're close to the players, and they're friendly with the players, and they're the go-between between the players and the coach sometimes. And the coach has to have, have uh, must have a little bit of distance from his players. I mean, you look at Cairns, and you know those guys love Adam Ford, their coach. But you can also see that you know they're, they're, he's got a role to play. He's the parent; they're the children, and and he's raising them. You know what I mean? He's not mm. trying to be their friend. And I think. I'm not sure with CJ. I'd, I'd, he's still contracted for next year, and um, I'd like to see him have another go. Maybe he should change his staff. Maybe he needs some more experience on his own bench, giving him advice, you know, maybe sort of like a mentor coach or whatever. But, um, yeah, I, I think there's going to be a bit of a spotlight on, on Adelaide. And out of their three imports, I'm, I'm pretty sure Antonius Cleveland is the only one that's uh, signed to be retained next year at this particular point. But, yeah, so it's, it's an absolutely fascinating round. Um, South East Melbourne, they're finished. They played their 28 games. They're 15 and 13. And, and they're just sort of sitting back and looking at everybody else's results and sort of got their fingers crossed. But I, I think they're, they're pretty safe. I think Adelaide is the one that's in a bit of trouble. And Perth, who are 14 and 12, they can get up to 16 and 12, which would put them into maybe the top four. 
or they could finish 14 and 14, which could put them into a, a tie with a couple of other clubs, and maybe they miss the playoffs again. So they've got it tough, and they're playing Cairns, who are second, and Sydney, who are first. So very, very tough round. Interesting things coming, and then next Tuesday we have all the awards um, being announced, and um, the, the th- top three candidates for it. Each award have already been announced. So the MVP will, will come from um, Xavier Cooks at Sydney, Bryce Cotton at Perth, or Mitch Creek at South East Melbourne. Uh, that's a tough one to call because mm. you know you, you tend to you tend to take Bryce for granted. Mm. I mean, he, he just went, he just got 40 in a game last week, mm. and then he played 40 minutes in the next game, like 48 hours, less than 48 hours later. Guys a freak, but Xavier Cooks, Mitch Creek. Two Aussie boys, you know, you'd, you'd like to see an Australian win it. And I think, I think my money's on uh, Mr X, Xavier Cooks. Okay, yeah, Body, a very interesting point you made there about history and uh, mathematics. But you're right, whenever a team is said to have a mathematical chance of making it, they never do, do they? I mean, that's, that's the kiss of death. They're gone. Um, realistically, are the Kings a cut above the rest of the competition, as the market would suggest, or you don't think it's that cut and dried? No, I don't. I, I, I think they, look... They've shown all season and that, that they're the, the number one team. They've reinforced that. And I think Chase Buford, um, who's a fairly uh, galvanising figure on the sideline, you know, if you're a Kings fan, you love him. If you're a fan of anybody else, you can't stand his antics. And I'm afraid I fall into that category. But I do respect what he's done. And to lose the imports that he had last year, including Jalen Adams, who was the MVP of the league, Jarrell Martin and Ian Clark, like, that was possibly one of the best import combinations of all time. To lose those guys and to, to be able to replace them by three players that, that, are, that do the job, but you wouldn't say by any stretch of the imagination are as good as the three they lost. For them to be in first place, that, that hats off to him. But... I do believe that New Zealand <clears throat> and Cairns, Cairns at full strength, you know, like poor old Keanu Pinder took that elbow to the uh, eye and now is, is maybe in doubt for the rest of the season because it was a pretty bad whack and um, his eyes aren't in great shape, which is a, a you know, terrible situation for anyone. But at this point in the season, is really critical for Cairns. I know they've shown they can win without him when he had uh, ankle injury, but, but um, you know, you want to be able to put your best foot forward. New Zealand is my dark horse. You know, they, they, they went through their little slump a couple of weeks ago and now they're sort of coming out of it. They come home against um, Illawarra and Brisbane, you know, the two worst teams in the league. And so you'd expect them to beat Brisbane again. You'd expect them to beat Illawarra and that could put them into second place. And I don't think they're that far off Sydney, to be honest. Um, I think with, with the Kings, there's a heavy reliance on Xavier Cooks and uh, Dijon Vasiljevic to be hitting from the outside. One or other of them, have an off night or you shut one or other of them down. Probably Vasiljevic may be easier to shut down with than Xavier Cooks, who's just such an athlete. And I reckon you can get the Kings. I'm, I'm not one who thinks that it's the Kings in daylight. Mm. No, that's, that's not me. I think there's they've been sort of not lucky. They've just been very consistent, while a couple of the contenders have maybe been a little bit unlucky at times during the season. Body, we'll get your selections for the games Tab have got listed in just a moment. Just in some other basketball news, there's a rumour going around, and you may be able to uh, uh, deny this for the listeners or, or confirm that it's correct. Got a couple of World Cup qualifiers coming up at the end of February. There's a rumour going around that the Boomers are going to name a 16-year-old kid who's 215 centimetres tall, and his name's Rocco Zakarski. Right. 
Have you heard anything of this? Look, I haven't heard of that, but it wouldn't surprise me because in the preceding World Cup qualifiers, they, the rumours have actually putting guys from the um, Sports Institute in Canberra and also from the NBA um, Academy in Canberra. And they have tried young guys because we're pretty much... We, we were really qualified. And I think that we're playing uh, that super, super powerhouse of Bahrain. Uh, I mean, got to watch out <laughs> do, they have a, do they have a basketball court? <laughs> or is it all half-court stuff? <laughs> So that's who they're playing, and they're playing them um, this month in in Melbourne. So why not? I, nothing would surprise me. I mean, years ago, big two hundred sixteen centimetre kid called Luke Sencher was played in, in in a series, you know, and he was in, in high school at that time. So um, I, I haven't heard, I haven't actually heard specifically whether Boomers will suit him. But I will say this: I would not be the, in the least bit surprised. They'll surround him with you know senior players, and and you get blooded. In a game that that well, you know, it doesn't really matter because you know we're going to win it. So um, yeah, I think that would be a fabulous thing, you know, that, and that that adds interest to it because, you know, I, I, I don't know if you realise this, but I actually had my tongue in the cheek when I said Bahrain was a superpower. Uh, oh, so, he caught know, us yeah. out again, and he did. <laughs> <laughs> well, my point is, you, they, they, you want to have reasons to go and to see a kid like yeah. that that's obviously been been. Um, People have looked at him and said, this is a kid of the future. Yeah, that's a reason to go. And uh, Andrew and I had said earlier this morning, Shane Hill, who was a great player here in Australia and overseas, he still can find some drama in his life, can't he? Yeah, because he, he fancies himself as a coach, but when, when you look at his coaching record and how situations finish up, as that finished up now, the Sydney Flames, where he's no longer the coach, um, and his daughter has sought and successfully got a clearance and will finish out the season with Townsville, um, who, where she was playing previously. Um, yeah, his controversy follows him around. I think he's, uh, he sees himself as a, as a hard coach and, um, in this day and age, you know, maybe that's not the way to go. Maybe you've got to be a bit more, um, I don't know, conciliatory with your players, you know, explain things to them rather than say, you know, it's my way or the highway, mm -hmm. which, which I think seems to be the, his course. So he's, he's, he's failed there. He's failed with the South East Queensland WNBL team a couple of years ago. Had some really good players to the Aaron Phillips, Beck Allen, Rachel Jerry had some really good players in that group. And just, just generally, I think he, he fancies himself as a coach. Uh, and obviously a lot of people have given him jobs across the, the journey, but this is usually where it ends up. Mm. So what you're saying is a mathematical chance to coach again, buddy? <laughs> Very good, Paul. No, <laughs> no, no, no Paul, I'd say history's against me. <laughs> <laughs> now, we're going, we've got 60 seconds before news kicks in. Uh, Illawarra 380, New Zealand twenty-five, eight and a half point line. Yeah, New Zealand can get second place. They will leave no stone unturned to win that game. Adelaide, a dollar. I'm sorry, Adelaide three dollars. Sydney, a dollar thirty-eight, six and a half. Yeah, unless the Kings are, are, are playing silly buggers and resting players or whatever, which they don't need to do really, then uh, it, it's the Kings for mine. And Perth at home, a dollar sixty-two. This is on Friday night. Cairns, two dollars thirty, and it's a three and a half point line. It depends to, on, on to Zia McCall, what shape he's in, because uh, he got knocked around a fair bit in the last game, and obviously Keanu won't be playing, so I'm, I'm leaning towards Perth, uh, considering the desperation to make the playoffs. Good on your body. Always a pleasure, mate. We'll chat next week. Look forward to it, guys. Ciao.